everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes podcast. I am so glad that you're here. On this podcast, I encourage you to say yes to a greater calling in your life, to live with passion and purpose, and to make a difference in the world. And as you know, I have been coaching people, um, business owners and entrepreneurs and it's funny, you know, we could all be starting a different kind of business or maybe we're starting a ministry or maybe we're pursuing a passion project like writing a book or um, making beautiful art or making jewelry and those kinds of things. And those are businesses too, right? But there's this passion behind it. Maybe it's something you've always wanted to do and now you're venturing out and taking that step. But regardless of what we're doing or what we're selling, a lot of times we have the same issues that we come up against, right? And so I was kind of laughing at myself today because I wanted to talk about some different things that I've been posting about on Instagram, and they all start with P. So bear with me as I try to enunciate really clearly. But I want to talk about preparation, I want to talk about procrastination, and I want to talk about perfectionism. Because I think that they're all intertwined. Um, A few days ago, I posted on Instagram and I just said, is your preparation becoming procrastination? And I want to speak to this because I believe there's a lot of us that have an idea um, and we want to pursue it and then we start to prepare ourselves to pursue it. And we stay in that mode for a long time. Now, maybe that's based on fear We don't want to move forward because we're not sure that we know everything yet. Maybe it's based on perfectionism. You know, we don't want to move forward because we're not good enough yet or it's not perfect, which is an illusion. (laughs) Um, Or maybe when we're in the preparation phase, we feel safe and you know, we can all sit behind our computers or in a class and with a book um, or watching somebody else do their thing and kind of learning from them. And that feels really safe. But in order to take action, we have to come out of our comfort zone. And for many of this, this for many of us, this is like the hardest thing of all. You know, I have years of experience of being a yoga teacher and yoga can be really, really uncomfortable. And one of the things we say a lot as yoga teachers is, We need to get comfortable being uncomfortable because it's in the uncomfortable places that we grow. And it's the same with business. If you're going to grow your business, you're going to have to step out before everything is perfect because that's an illusion and won't ever happen and before you feel prepared in many cases. Now, don't get me wrong, I am so for education, learning, getting trained in the right way. You know, I know there's a lot of people out there saying they're life coaches. I wanted to make sure that I was certified. Um, I wanted to make sure that I went through all the schooling and that I did all the practicum. And so I feel really good about that. And I feel like I want you to also put in the work, right? So you get the education and you, you are prepared. You don't just show up unprepared. There's nothing worse than like having a meeting with someone or having a, um, you know, some a 
just meeting with someone, I guess. We'll, we'll go with that. And they come and they're just totally like, now what are we doing? It's kind of frustrating, right? It's it's like, wow, like you you didn't take the time to think about this. And, and so I'm not one for not being prepared. I want to make that clear. I'm all about being prepared. I'm all about showing up your best. You know, my mom taught me, <laughs> you put that lipstick on, you put your best foot forward, right? So I'm all about that. But it's not in a perfect way where I know exactly what's going to happen. Because the truth is, we never know exactly what's going to happen. And I want to just offer up, if this is a new way of thinking of it for you, maybe when we actually think we know what's going to happen, we're limiting ourselves. So when we think we know, so we say, oh, I'm going to have this event and I... I think I can get 20 people there. What if we just dropped that expectation, we just had the event, and we let God do his thing, and we let all of our preparedness work work itself out, and all of the invitations that we've given out work themselves out, and we put no limitation on it, we put no expectation on it, and then we're blown away because 60 people show up. The first time I taught um, yoga, I... I did it at my church and I told people about it and I thought maybe 20 people would show up and I had all these flyers ready to go, about 20 to 30 flyers, and 80 women showed up. We kept like changing, you know, it was in one of those like um, centers where you could take down the wall and it was like those walls were kind of just dividers and you could make it bigger and you could make it bigger. And that many women came. And I was so blown away. And I remember sitting there right before class started, looking out at all these beautiful women with these expectant faces and these generous spirits ready to cheer me on. And I remember thinking, oh, Lord, I'm scared. I don't know if I want this anymore. I mean, it was clearly him who brought all of those people there, but it was beyond my thoughts or my limited thoughts, right? Because God is so much more expansive than our limited thoughts. And so I got scared. Now, in a situation like that, you're in it and it's go, it's go time. <laughs> there was no backing out at that point. And I'm so glad that I didn't. And that led to um, me teaching yoga for years and I loved it. But my point to this is we can be afraid and do it anyway. We can not know the outcome and do it anyway. And we can trust that whatever the outcome is, is the way it's supposed to be. It's all unfolding as it should. And so when our, quote, preparing turns into procrastinating, we're only harming ourselves. So there's a period of preparation that's appropriate. And then there's fear and not willing to be uncomfortable and perfectionism right? And those things lead to procrastination. And so procrastination actually becomes this um, feeling of relief. When we decide, we make that decision and we say, oh, I'm, I'm not going to do that today. I'm not going to take any action in my business today. There becomes this, there comes this feeling where we sort of let ourselves off the hook and we kind of like relax And that becomes addictive. And we want that feeling of like, oh, I don't have to worry. I'm just going to relax. And so we procrastinate more and more and more, right? 
And I was learning about this. Wait, before I get into this, because I want to tell you about this one theory I learned about. But I also want to just speak to, um, in yoga, there is um, belief, uh, a yama, the yamas and the niyamas, when you learn about these in yoga, and that says um, that we should have a non-attachment to outcome. And this is one of the most difficult things in yoga and in life. But the truth is, we can't be attached to outcome. Think about when you have your baby. You have that baby and you just do what's necessary to take care of that baby. And you teach that baby to walk and you teach that baby to talk and you love that baby. And you do all the things that you know you have to do for that baby. And God tells you and he leads you and you know and it's intuitive and there's a flow and you just do it. And sometimes it's hard, but you just do it. Now, what if you said right when that baby was born, well, I'm not going to do anything for this baby until I know that this baby is going to go to Harvard. Or I know that this baby is going to be a really good return on my investment. <laughs> or I know that this baby is never going to sass me. Or I know that this baby is going to meet all of my um, unrealized life goals. And this baby is going to make me feel complete. I'll wait and see, and I'll just sit here and prepare to take care of the baby if I know that the outcome is going to be what I want it to be and what I think it should be. We don't do that because there's work to be done. And there's a calling on your life when you become a parent. It is an honor and a privilege and your mindset moving forward from that space is, this is my greatest gift and greatest calling and greatest legacy of my life. And I will step into it afraid. I was terrified when I brought my first child home, my daughter, you know, in the car seat. We didn't know what we were doing. I had never really held a baby before. I wasn't like the girl who babysat. I didn't have any younger siblings. And so I was terrified. But I did what I needed to do because it's what I wanted more than anything. And I felt so honored that God would gift me with this child. She's 22 and, you know, I, all of my expectations have been, I guess, simultaneously not met and blown away at the same time. Because none of my kids are as I thought they would be. They're better and you know what? In the process of raising them and doing what needed to be done, I became who I'm supposed to be. So God will use those moments that we step out, maybe fearful and certainly uncomfortable. He will use those moments to grow us in ways that otherwise we will not grow. You want to become the person you are destined to become, and that takes moments of uncertainty, moments of stepping out in faith, moments of not knowing what to expect or not knowing what the outcome will be. And so that non-attachment to outcome is something you can take off your yoga mat and really live in your life in a way that sets you free from expectations. 
So when you meet someone in a coffee shop and they and a friend says, hey, this is my friend so-and-so. Can she come with us? We're going to go to a movie. Do you guys want to come? We're all going to go together or something. You don't sit there and think, well, I'm not going to be nice to this person or welcome this person in because I don't know what it, they're going to turn out to be. I don't know if they're going to turn out to be my friend. I don't know who they are. I don't know what to expect. You don't do that. You open them. Oh, open your arms to them. You open up to them. You generously welcome them in. And then, of course, sometimes they turn out to be a really close friend forever. Sometimes it's a one-time thing. It doesn't even matter anymore, right? The act of you opening your heart with a generous spirit is what you're being called to. And so in your business, when you think about it, if you're being called into something that's bigger than you, you're saying a great big yes to this, whether it's a business or a ministry or like we said, a passion project. There's so many things that you guys are doing that are just amazing. If you're being called to step into this, then you're being called to get uncomfortable. And in that process, you are going to grow into the person that God has destined you to be. And you're never going to grow if you don't step out of that comfort zone, right? So yes, we need to prepare, but we can't procrastinate. And knowing when our preparation becomes procrastination and not allowing it to do so is really important. But also knowing when we're letting perfectionism seep in. in. And I think perfectionism is what causes us to procrastinate a lot of times, right? So as we're preparing, we're... comparing as well and we're seeing other people and what they're doing and we're not far enough along and I don't know if I'm worthy and I don't know if I can do this right and so we're starting to feel that and then we start to say well I'm not going to put anything out there until it's all finished and perfect and everything's just just right and you guys it's just never going to work that way you know I when you start a new group there's technical things that need to be um, done within the group, right? So you've got like a website or you've got um, a membership portal or you've got an online course or you've got something that you're creating. And if you wait to know that everything behind the scenes is going to work perfectly, you'll never launch. But if you go ahead and launch into it and things go wrong, then you fix them as they come up. And as Marie Forleo says, everything is figureoutable, right? So confidence doesn't come from knowing everything's always going to work out perfectly. Confidence comes from knowing that whatever happens, you can handle it. You can figure it out. You will be there with kindness and grace and generosity to fix it or to serve people well. But it's not a reason to not start. When you go through things kind of going a little bit off the rails or a little hitch here and there, that's when you learn, that's when you tweak, and that's when you get everything moving in the way that you want it moving. But without that first action step, without launching or without saying, I'm doing this, without taking your first action step, you're never going to get to all of those self-improvement steps or those business improvement steps that get you moving forward. So I hope this makes sense. I don't know if you guys know about Michael Hyatt. Um, He's amazing. And many of you may be using his planner. He has an awesome planner. Um, But he's a leadership teacher, leadership coach. But he talks about the law of diminishing intent. 
And I'm going to read, this is from his blog. And it just says that um, whenever people set goals for the year, you know, which we're still in January. So this is still a time that I think people are, a lot of people may have even given up on their goals, but we're still kind of talking about goals for the year. Um, So he says, let's say they want to lose weight, write a book, or start a new business. Dreaming up big results can be emotionally satisfying and intellectually stimulating, right? So we can think and we can think and we can talk and we can plan and we can dream and all of that is so awesome. But getting started requires action. And that's what I'm all about in coaching. That's what I'm all about in Team Yes community um, group is we really need to take action. You don't need more motivation. You need clarity, you need courage, you need action, but you don't need me to tell you how great you are and that you can do everything. I'm happy to do that and I will do that, but you need to take action because action builds confidence, which was my last week's podcast. You can go back there if you didn't listen. Um, But anyway, what happens is it says... um, Okay, getting started requires action. So how can you make room in your schedule for the gym? Find the hours it takes to write if you want to write a book. Um, Know your new product has enough demand in the marketplace, right? Like if you want to launch a new product or a new business, know that people are going to respond to you. How can you know all that? And those are all really good questions. And he's saying um, the real risk though isn't all of that stuff. The real risk is... So when you face those challenges and you have those questions in your mind, um, instead of taking action, sometimes we just coast on the good feeling of the dream, but we don't take any necessary steps to make sure that it's realized. And so the law of diminishing intent, he explains, is the longer you wait to take action, the less likely you will be to take it. And he says that Jim Rohn originally noticed this phenomenon and he coined the term. So this is from Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. So you guys, if you're interested in leadership and you're interested in coaching and stuff, Michael Hyatt and Jim Rohn are people you want to know. So there's that. But he has a little chart here. Um, So your intention um, to start could be really high, but the more time goes on, there's this diminishing intent. So... You're not going to do it if you don't do it right away, right? And so you guys have heard of Mel Robbins. I'm sure she's a life coach as well. And she has the five-second rule. And this is the same concept. So when you wake up in the morning, you set your alarm to go work out at the health club. You wake up in the morning and you don't want to get out of bed. But instead of thinking about it, you say five, four, three, two, one, and you get out of bed. Um, you see somebody that you really want to meet, somebody who can help move your business forward, somebody that you've kind of seen as somebody you admire, you want to meet them, you're at a cocktail party, just start walking across the room. Five, four, three, two, one, start walking. By the time you get to the person, you'll think of something to say. But it's all about that action, immediate action, and not allowing the law of diminishing intent to take root. So he talks about how to beat the law and he talks about a, d- a bunch of different things, but I I really believe it's his number three point that matters, and this is what I've been talking about with you guys, is activate and do something. Um, one of the things he says that I think is so good is he says, sometimes we wait to move until we have all the information, but that's a mistake. And then this is the quote that I'm like, whoa. He said, clarity comes in degrees. 
You only need enough light for the next step. Even if you get off on the wrong foot, the rest of the journey becomes clearer as you go. So you guys, this is what I'm saying. You have to start. Once you start, clarity will come. If you never start because you're waiting for clarity, clarity won't come. And that's kind of counterintuitive. We think we're going to get it clear and then we're going to start. But really we start and then it becomes clear. But we can see enough in front of us that we can take that first step, right? There's that famous quote that says, you know, faith is taking that first step even when you can't see the whole stairway, right? But it's understanding that in order to move forward, you need to take that first step. So waiting, that may feel safe. You may feel comfortable there, but it's going to kill your dream and it's going to hold you back. And the, the worst thing, I think, would be living a life that's with regrets, that's unfulfilled, dreams that are unfulfilled, beautiful ideas that have come to you that you never pursued, just a lot of unfulfillment because you were afraid to take that first step. So I ask you, has your time of preparation, your time of preparing, has that become procrastination? Is it time to take action? And are you a victim of perfectionism? Do you feel like you have to be perfect all the time? I looked up perfectionism and it says, a doctrine holding that religious, moral, social, or political perfection is attainable, especially the theory that human, moral, or spiritual perfection should be or has been attained. Refusal to accept any standard short of perfection. Now think about it. If you think about your friends and your loved ones and you say to them, you should start your business and you're encouraging them and they're super excited and they're like, well, I just, I don't know. This isn't perfect yet. Think of what you would say to them. And hopefully you would be encouraging them to take that step forward and, and to be brave and to be courageous and then start talking to yourself like you would talk to your best friend. Those thoughts up in your mind that say that you're not worthy or that you're not good enough or that you're not perfect enough or you're not ready, those are lies. And if you've listened to me at all, you know I love to talk about taking every thought captive, right? And so it goes back to that. And I want to offer you a new thought. What if your thought was when the thought comes up, I'm not ready, I'm not worthy, I can't do it. What if your new thought was, What's the worst thing that can happen? Everything's figure outable. I got to take this step to learn the next step. People are generous. They understand. People are rooting for me. I can laugh at myself. I'm not perfect. Because perfect is the enemy of good. 
And I've heard it said before that perfect is the enemy of done. Because <laughs> it's not going to get done if you're sitting around waiting for it to be perfect. All right, so I hope this helps you guys and I hope it gives you some concepts to think about and maybe to look at in your own journey as far as your business goes. There's so many of you doing amazing things and I know that things come up like overwhelm, fear, perfectionism, procrastination. So there's no shame in it because we all deal with it and that's why I wanted to address it. It's just becoming aware of when you might be making an excuse saying, well, I'm just preparing, but really you're procrastinating. Or, well, it's just not time yet when really you're suffering from perfectionism. It is time right now to do something that moves you forward. So whether you're going to do 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 and walk across that room and shake that hand, or whether you're just going to take that first step even though you can't see the whole staircase. Whether you're just going to make one phone call or send one text or send an email blast out or write a newsletter or start a podcast. <laughs> you guys, if I could tell you all the things about starting the podcast, I mean, I didn't even know what I was doing. I Googled everything, started listening to different podcasts, people who were telling you how to start a podcast, right? Went to... Best Buy and bought a microphone, like tried to figure out all the different programs to do it. And I just did it. It was one foot in front of the other. And when people ask me now for advice about how to start a podcast, I just laugh. I'm like, oh my goodness. Of course I want to help you. And of course I want to give you everything I know. But part of it I don't even know because I was just taking the next right step. I had no plan. <laughs> No plan, except I knew that God had asked me to speak to people who have said yes to a greater calling in their lives. He had asked me to take a deeper conversation, a deeper approach to conversation, to talk about spirituality in the context of the here and now, to talk about what it means to follow God in the real world, in the modern age. I knew that he was saying, Sue, Use your gifts of chatting with people and being able to listen to people and drawing people out and allow them to tell their stories. Give them a platform to tell their stories. And that was in 2016. And now it's 2020. And all along that way, he's led me. And now I get to coach people who are going to tell their stories. They're going to tell their success stories of when they decided to say yes and they took that first step. They're going to tell their success stories about how they overcame fear. And this is you, every single one of you listening to me. I want you to be telling your story about what it meant to take that step when you had no idea of the outcome. What it meant to let go of your attachment to outcome. What it meant to let go of perfectionism. What it meant to let go of your comfort zone what it meant to let go of procrastination, even though that was comforting to you and even though that made you feel like you were relieved and you could sit in your comfortable space and just dream. And I want to know what it was like when you stopped talking about your dream and you started making it happen. 
I want to know that. So take notes right now. Write down everything in your heart and mind and soul because in three, four, five, ten years, people are going to ask you how you did it. They're going to look up to you and they're going to say, I want your advice. Will you mentor me? Will you coach me? Will you walk alongside me? Will you help me? How can I overcome this feeling of being stuck? And you won't have to make something up. You'll be able to share your story with them. You'll be able to share your success because one day you decided to be brave and stop procrastinating. You decided that perfectionism is a curse. You decided you're going to step out on faith and be yourself and you did it. So do this for your future self and for all those coming after you who are watching you who will be asking you, help me, how can I do this? All right, so I hope you're fired up. I certainly am. Please tell me your stories. Does this resonate? What are you feeling? Have you overcome this stuff? Are you struggling with it? Any of it, I want to hear it. I want to hear about your businesses. I want to hear about your dreams. I want to hear what you're doing. I want to hear what action steps you're taking. Remember, it's 1% a day. Just 1%. Just one step. You can do this. The cumulative effect is going to be so amazing. But just taking those baby steps is movement in the right direction. So I'm proud of you. I love you guys. I'm so excited for what's coming in your futures. And I can't wait to celebrate with you. And here's the thing, we celebrate every day. We celebrate every step. We celebrate every time we kick fear in the face and say, not today, and we do the thing we've committed to do. We celebrate keeping promises to ourselves. We celebrate saying yes. All right, so keep saying yes, you guys. Have a great day, and I just, I love ya. <laughs> All right, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. 